Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 20. This has been a long time. I feel like <laughs> now we could say, you know, it's been it's been a it's been a good time. 20 episodes. That's not nothing, you know. Yeah, but we can't like actually trace how many weeks because we used to be able to. But now that we switched over, I have no idea. And also, I just don't have any concept of time right now. Could be 10 so, years. Could be last week. Two, Yeah, two weeks ago. But welcome back. We are, if this is your first time, we are the Brother Sister Show. Um, I'm Anthony. I'm Livia. And we are siblings. <laughs> and we do talk about movies. We do. Um, but before we talk about our... Our scheduled movie that we watched for this this episode, we like to catch up. So, what's up? What's new since last week? Um. Oh, it actually is since last week. I was about to correct you. Um, I've been just like everybody. I've just been watching a ton of shit. Um, this week I've decided to instead of rewatching stuff, I've decided to watch a lot of new things, and mostly focus on movies because I feel like for the past few weeks i've been watching a lot of shows um but i've been decide i've been deciding to use um streaming services like you know you can for each of them you have like the power to add make a list like a watch list yeah so i've been actually making watch lists and then i'll go i'll watch like something on netflix and then i'll switch over to hulu after that and i'll just like rotate through all of them throughout my lists so if you're kind of trying to figure out what you should be doing that's a tip is to um instead of like going on and trying to pick something to watch that day i feel like you should just go through pick like have like it actually takes a while so i would say like maybe 30 minutes to go through each streaming service find movies that you know you're going to want to watch eventually so that you can have like a curated list to pick from Rather than just going on and then eventually just watching Mamma Mia for the 10th time. Because <laughs> you're tired of like looking through stuff. Um, yeah, that gets tiring. But I actually did. I lied. I did watch a show. Um, the two, I have two things I want to talk about. One is a show that everybody's talking about right now called Tiger King. Yes. Have you seen it? I Okay, so this was one of the shows I was going to talk about because... I, I watched the first episode and I was like, I don't think I can finish this because I hate everyone in that show. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. But I, I have a lot of stuff that I want to watch and that's like kind of lower. Uh, get- despite it being like really good. I've, I've heard, I mean, everyone's saying that, like you said, but yeah. um, just the first episode for me. But I will revisit it at a later time. Um, well, it's, there's not much to say other than it's fucking insane. And I don't, I know a lot of people that haven't watched it and you haven't watched it. So I don't want to like spoil anything. The only thing I will say is every single person, like you meet a bunch of people in this documentary and each person is crazier than the next. (laughs) And also each story is crazier than the next. It's just like, it's, I saw a meme that was like. Where it said, like, um, and then there was, an, or but wait, there's more. Like, that <laughs> whole, like, infomercial. That's basically this entire series is every episode. They end with, like, yeah, this was crazy, but, like, wait till we get to this next thing. And I think it's one of the best, one of the most, like, um, 
captivating documentary series that I've seen in a while. And mm-hmm. so I think it was nice to see, to have that feeling again, because I really haven't had uh, a show that's really taken me in and taken me for a ride like that. So that was yeah. kind of cool. Um, and then I saw a movie on Hulu that I've been wanting. It's been on my list for a very long time, and I've been wanting to watch it. Um, and I was either going to pick this movie or Wild Rose. Um, so I would still watch it. Maybe I'll pick it another day. I don't know. But it's called Flowers, and it's on Hulu. Mm. And it has... who? How does it have in it? So the person that you would recognize in it is Adam Scott. He's like sort of in it. Um, and it's about this girl... Her mom marries this new guy, or she's about to marry a new guy, and so they go and pick up her, um, his son in rehab, and he's in rehab because he was, like, taking pills a lot because he's dealing with a lot of PTSD. The biggest thing being that he accused his teacher of, I think it was of molesting him. And nobody wow. believed him and they went through a whole process and nothing really happened. And so it's kind of just going through her trying to help him get through that, but also kind of getting revenge. Um, and it also, it's one of those movies too that kind of like Tiger King, it just gets like crazy as it goes. And it ended up being like a really, not sweet movie, but it was really, um, I don't know how to describe it. It was really good. The acting in it is really good. And it was just a, a nice little story. And I think it was also one of those movies that was in, that was within like an hour and a half. So it's not like super long. Oh, that's nice. And it has a good soundtrack. So I think you'd like it. Oh. But yeah, those are the two things I wanted to talk about because I've seen so much shit that I can't even remember. <laughs> yeah. I I have a, like a similar thing, not because I've seen so much, but it's just, I feel like it's been so long. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But the the thing I mainly wanted to talk about was the platform. It's on. Have you heard of this movie? Yes, JT told me about it because he was going to watch it the other day, did and he, he told me the it? plot. I think he did, and he said it was fine. Um, and then he explained the plot to me, and I was like, "Oh, watch Snowpiercer. It's the same exact thing, <laughs> and it's better probably." But sorry, go on. Snowpiercer is like, well, how is it that I was gonna, I was going to watch Snowpiercer, but I didn't. I think I chose this one. No, I haven't. Ooh. Okay, so well, I haven't seen the platform, so I don't know exactly. And he described it to me before he saw it, but he basically said that it's it's a bunch of levels of people, and Mm -hmm. basically like the the top level gets a bunch of like really good things. And then I think it's food, right? And yeah, then, so it, yeah, the platform holds yeah. like a like it's completely filled with food, and it slowly moves down. And then like the lower down it gets, the worse the food is. Well, I mean, like you just get the leftovers of the person above. Yeah. And Snowpiercer isn't that like surface level, but it is. It's a train, and the end of the train is like where the poor people live. And then the further down you get, it's like the richer people are. I see. And the I see. like better off they are. And it's basically like Chris Evans and Octavia Spencer like fighting their way to the front is the whole movie. It's very good. I, I didn't know you haven't seen it. No, I got to watch it. But Platform, 
Bro, it's a it's a foreign film. It's a Spanish film, um, and it was dubbed. It was really weird because I was watching it, and then their mouths weren't matching. It was obviously dubbed, and I was like, "This is weird." Uh, he doesn't. Their voices didn't fit their bodies, and I was like, "Okay, let me just put on captions." But the captions didn't match what the English was. Yeah, was, trans- yeah, the translations are probably really hard to get. It was really weird, but uh, that no, that that's probably the best way I could say that 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 movie is very weird. Like especially towards the end, like I was, I was like kind of watching it. I was also playing Animal Crossing, but man, <laughs> that movie got really gory, really wild. Um, I was watching a movie that was really gory. Oh, I watched um. Brightburn? Is that a movie? Yes. I haven't finished it. I have like 10 minutes left, I think, but I'm not even, I don't even want to finish it. But it's, I, it's not really that great, but I was surprised how gory it was. <laughs> it's like super gory. <laughs> oh, in- insanely. Um, yeah, that movie, I saw that in theaters. Um, and it was like, what the heck? Yeah, it was kind of, yeah. But yeah, platform. From what I remember, Brightburn, platform is way more, uh, way more. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe I'll watch it. <laughs> but even me, like some of it, I was like, oh, oh, snaps. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I saw platform, and then a couple of shows that I've been watching, um, Ozark, I've been watching, um, and then Euphoria. On HBO. Euphoria, Euphoria is really good. Um, I'm pretty hooked. Like I'm, I really want to go back and start it again. Because I'm on episode 3 of the first season. It was very good. It's really stressful. <laughs> it really is. Because I'm just like. The, you, you guys are. Like 17. <laughs> stop. Stop I this. Know. I felt like such an old person watching it. Because I was like. Oh my god. Like, go to, Where are your parents? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's a good um, show, though. Yeah, those are, I think, the main things, obviously, besides uh, the movie we saw this week. Those are the main things that I've been watching and doing. It's nothing, just school. I, I just feel like I'm on break, but I'm not. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I'm getting a little bit more used to working from home. Um, I did venture out into the world this past weekend. I went to Target. Ooh. Um, and that was interesting. It was it seemed like it was fine. I mean, the only things that were different was that like the the shelves are pretty empty. Um, I still got a good amount of stuff. They still had a lot of milk, which was weird. I didn't find any toilet paper. <laughs> I did find a box hmm. of tissues just thrown around somewhere or like a, a four pack, so I got those. Um what else did I get? Oh, okay. So one thing that pissed me off was that I really wanted a new puzzle because I finished all the ones that I have. Mm-hmm. And those were all gone, like completely cleared out. And I can't find any good ones online that are not like $50. It's people just so weird. I know, but it's so weird, the stuff that people are panic buying. Or another thing. So I bought a yoga mat on Amazon because I was like, well, maybe I'll try to work out here. I just hate working out on carpet. And... <laughs> I wanted to get dumbbells because I was like, I don't want to just like do yoga. I want to like try to work out. Yeah. And I can't find any either. 
Like, people are panic buying the weirdest shit. I don't understand it. Toilet paper and puzzles. That's all you need in the apocalypse. Uh, I don't know. I mean, and it made me nervous, too, because the whole, the new thing is that they're extending it until April 30th. And so I was scared about um, people going out and panic buying even more. I think yeah. it's it'll settle down. I think people are starting to get like used to um, <clears throat> being at home and they're starting to realize, oh, I don't need this much toilet paper. Um, so hopefully, you know, I don't I don't think I have to go out from what I'm like calculating in my mind with all the stuff I have. I shouldn't have to go out for another two weeks. That's good. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we went out for the first time actually like an hour ago. We went for a walk, me, mom and dad. It was weird. Because, <laughs> like, I've never seen that the amount of families walking that I did. Yeah. And I told them, I was like, if, if we run into another family, we have to fight them. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to a podcast of this guy that was, he, him and his wife had been walking a lot and they, they'd been hiking because that's, like, the only thing you can do now. And he said that like a week into the quarantine, it's a comedian, Pete Holmes, and so he's like famous. And people will go and still like, like he, I think he saw somebody that I don't think they recognized. They recognized him not as like a celebrity, but as like somebody they knew. And so they were saying hi, and the lady came in for. She was like looking like she was trying to come in for a hug. And this was like a week after everything happened, and he <laughs> he said you punch he her. didn't. Well, he didn't mean to, but he said, "Are you, what, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, now thinking about it, that was a little rude. But like, like now he'll say like, oh, like, thank you. But I don't like we shouldn't be this close and we shouldn't be hugging. Um, yeah. But yeah, Stay it's back. just strange. And when I was in Target, <laughs> I was walking down this aisle and this lady, I could tell that she was about to sneeze. And so I, like, didn't know what to do because I didn't want to look panicked. <laughs> but I was also, like, I, like, turned around and I, like, I don't It was weird because I still, I hate it, but there's still a part of you that's that wants to be polite. Yeah, yeah you know, doesn't want to act like it phases you. But, like, I don't know if she has it, you know? <laughs> and I just didn't talk the whole time. I didn't realize... I was listening to another podcast and this guy was saying that this grocery store he was going into, they don't let you go into the store without a mask or without something covering your face. What? The? And so I was kind of like, oh, I should have used because I think somebody like the Surgeon General or somebody said that you can use like a T-shirt to cover your mouth and that'll be fine. Mm. Just do the whole like. That's what I. That's yeah, what I do or I to I get sneeze. a scarf. I bring or, it away. I know that's gross, but like, I mean, that you shouldn't like just because if you walk down an aisle and like I, I saw this afterwards and I was like freaking out, I was like, oh God, I have it. But because um, somebody could have sneezed in the aisle that I was in and that those droplets stay in the air for a while. And so I could have just walked through and inhaled it. And it lessens the chance if you just like tie a scarf around. So I'm going to look insane the next time I go out, but I'm going to be doing that. <laughs> I'm going to have some Max style. Yeah, I mean, you have to. I I'm, I don't care if I look crazy. I don't want to get it, you know? Well, like, I know they always say to do, like, the little vampire in your elbow sneeze. 
She did. Like, she covered her face. No, 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 that's fine. I just feel like it'll go in between your elbow out. Like, I feel like it doesn't do anything. I, I mean, there's not really much you can do unless you cough or, like, sneeze directly into, like, a handkerchief. But then, like, then See, you that's have to why think I bring up touching that. I bring up my shirt and I sneeze inside. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy, but it's just us being paranoid. Yeah, but like, like I said, I feel like you have to have some sort of level of paranoia so that you can have a better chance of not getting it. So very true. Yeah, you have to have a healthy level of paranoia, which sounds weird, but I feel like that's true. I get that. But yeah. All right, so. Now that we're done catching up, we want to switch over to a sort of interview that we had with our dad, who is this week's special guest. He's the one that we called and checked up on, even though he is literally in the same house as you right now. Yeah, we um, were on separate floors. What'd you say? We were on separate floors when we called. Oh, yeah. So it was... It was a separate call, and hopefully it's not lagging too much. So apologies if there's any um, audio issues. This is the first time we've had a three-way call, so we wanted to test it out and see how it goes. Um, So we're going to throw it over to that interview. And we don't have any transition music at the moment. (laughs) Um, So you'll either hear music or um, an audio cue that Anthony's going to make. Whatever. You'll... you'll I'll do it right now. I'll do it right now just just so I can have it. Okay. So you're either going to hear music now or you're going to hear this. Transition to interview. Okay. Hello, everyone. That was our first ever transition into our first ever segment. Can't um, wait to hear it. It's going to be an amazing cut. Um, here we are. It's me and Livia again, of course. But with our father this time. Hello. Say hi. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. This is very surprise, you know, very surprising to me. I appreciate you. You invited me. After you threatened my uh, my the roof over my head, that's when I was like, all right. He was like, I'm gonna send you into a crowded grocery store. Yeah. I threaten your inheritance, both of y'all's yeah. inheritance, because I can't really do much to Livia since she doesn't live here anymore. That's so right. the only thing I could do is really a lot to damage to Anthony, but for Livia, it's her inheritance, which is, you know, it's a chunk of change. It's not going to be, you know, you can buy a new pilot if you want. Y'all did enough damage by giving him asthma. You set him up for yeah. a big failure. Especially during Correct. these times. Fault. All right, well, I do have, we have, like, uh, not calls, questions. Um, I came up with a a few for each person that we call. I mean, the first one is kind of just about how you're doing. How are you doing with everything? Because I don't think that something like this has ever happened. It's never happened in our lifetime, but has it ever happened in your lifetime? Uh, No. As a matter of fact, the only thing that I can even <clears throat> compare to this 
or way the way the way the world feels and the way well at least the way the United States feels is 9 eleven mm. and and it this seems I can't say worse I don't want to compare them but the feeling is is different because you know we're at least when we were with 9-11, it happened, we were living on base, so mm-hmm. it wasn't a big deal because we didn't really leave the base anyways because you don't have to leave the base. And it Germany. was in Germany too, right? Yeah, and so we're overseas, so that was a little scary. You know, we didn't know what was happening. I was watching it all on the TV in our in our command post there, and which is literally between my, my office and between the command post is like our armory with all our weapons and I was just like thinking wow we're gonna we're gonna have to start getting our weapons get ready to go somewhere because that's what our our commander was saying like you guys get your stuff ready because we're gonna be going somewhere pretty soon and I was just like whoa so I'm thinking the world has changed from then on that's the last time I felt that was 9-11 and of course it did change after that right you know a lot of stuff changed and now this thing happened and now the world is gonna just not gonna be the same I mean the world you know, the United States changed a lot because of 9-11 and, and some of the world, or most of the world, but not as, not this impact, you know, where it's like a, a silent killer. So well, and that's crazy. the thing I kept hearing. I did, that's not the first time I've heard that comparison, because when this first started, I do remember people making, not jokes, but they were like, because people, their their whole reaction to the whole coronavirus stuff is like, well, we still want to go out. We don't want the virus to win. And people are like, this is not like 9-11 when you wanted to go out because you don't want the terrorists to win. Like, the virus is not going to just, like, be like, oh, okay, it's fine. You know, it's not, it, it's the same feeling. Right. But And I think people were trying to combat that feeling the same way when it's, like, <laughs> such a bad idea. Yeah. No, I, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I, I felt the same way too. You know, I, it, it seems like so long ago, but it was only like a couple of weeks ago where everything was normal, right? And you know, a lot of us were just thinking the same thing. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. And then, you know, it, it came pretty close to home when you know we found out about uh, some you know people that went, the person I went to high school with, and and her kid. And it's just it's, yeah, uh, it's crazy. So yeah. Well, thinking kind of back to those few weeks, what do you miss the most now about your pre-isolation life? Like, what is the one thing you really want to go and do? Well, for me, (laughs) (laughs) nothing's really changed much. I mean, I work from home anyways. So now that my boss is like, we have to, you have to work from home. It's mandatory. That's not a big deal. And I've been going to play golf, so it's not, that's my oh, only thank really God. big hobby. Yeah, thank God for <laughs> that, right? But <laughs> um, now I'm, I'm basically, you know, if I was on the fence of getting a cart or walking, now I'm, I'm making my fat ass walk because yeah. I don't want to be in a cart with someone else. Even though now you can't have you can't have a cart with someone else unless you live with that person, right? So they're doing some measures on the golf course as well that are pretty uh, pretty intense and different. You know, there's no handshakes at the end. And my buddies are, you know, we're we're talking. We're not really that close to each other, but you know, it's just like I said that everything we do from now on is going to change because of this. I think. I, I honestly think that the handshake's not going to exist after this anymore, even after everything's done. I, I can and see it's that. It's not going to be a big deal. You know, you know the history of the handshake, right? Is you know about what that's all about. Did we talk, did y'all talk about this already? 
Mm. No, but I did uh, see it in some thing where somebody said it was to like show that you don't have a gun or something. That you're right? not armed. Yeah. Yeah. That you're not armed. I I don't know the time period this happened, but that's when it basically started. Uh, you weren't armed. I think it might have been the time of when there were swords, you know, and stuff like that, daggers, and but maybe mm-hmm. not. Um, but I know a lot of a lot of traditions that we do is based on those times. The the salute, you know, the military do salute is to is the way they they would lift their visor when they they had the armor on, so they, they can show their eyes. So if you do that motion with your hand to pick up a if you're wearing a big full armor armor, you know, oh. in the time of Excalibur and those guys, you picked up your your visor to show your eyes. You know, that's the same motion you would use with the hand for this. That's where the salute came from. So there's a little history lesson there too. But yeah, that's I think that that's not gonna happen anymore. We're not gonna have any more handshakes. So that's a bummer because I had bump- a, I had a good handshake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, maybe we might be wrong. Maybe we'll get over it. But you know, a lot of old school people. Maybe it's gonna it's gonna come back. But it's gonna it's not gonna come back for a while. That's for sure. I'm glad because I have really sweaty hands. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have to like oh like I know you know that I have sweaty hands. That's no more. You get the wet the wet the the wet, the wet fish hand there. Oh, gross. Yeah. Slimy shake. <laughs> Well, as long as it's firm, it's not a big deal. I'm sure you. I'm sure during the interviews, you get you get a pretty. Uh, yeah, that's, it that's everybody. Pretty common. I don't know. Do you, sweaty, I don't know. Have you seen his hair? He doesn't look like a guy that has a firm handshake. <laughs> <laughs> it's quarantine. All limits are off. Okay. Do one. Okay. So uh, my next question is what we, what me and Anthony start each podcast off with is what have you been watching recently? Uh, well, I'm glad you asked because <laughs> I've probably watched. Um, so I've watched a lot of things, obviously, since we're here locked down and um, doing, you know, nothing but watching TV and playing games and trying to trying to stay busy. But um, probably the best uh, TV I've seen in a long time. I mean. Ozark, like we just me and your mom binged Ozark Saturday mm-hmm. night. Like literally, we were up to one in the morning because we didn't. Want oh, to or we didn't want to stop. Um, I was trying to think, and I was t- describing this to guys at work. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen a show that every uh, every season just gets even better than the previous season. Probably since and Breaking Bad, maybe. Since Breaking Bad or Better Better Call Saul is the same way, but mm-hmm. it's like Ozark is just unbelievable. It's it's one of those shows that I highly recommend. I tell everyone I can to to watch it, and and the people that do watch it, I'm like you're my best friend now. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. only like a few few like one golf buddy of mine, and nobody really at work. Everyone's like, oh yeah, I gotta watch it. I gotta keep catch up. I'm like, yeah, this, it just gets better and better, you know. So I just hope it doesn't go to the point where it's like okay that's enough already three seasons is pretty easy to to do it to where you're like this is the best tv ever you know but after Mm -hmm. that it starts you know you don't want to have a sopranos episode sopranos season where like season four or five i think it was where it was just like why did they even do that it was like there was no reason for that season i just don't want that to happen with this show but it's i'm hoping if it's if it goes one more season and that's it i think i would be happy even though i'd like to see more of it but just Jason Bateman is just unbelievable. And all the women he's, in the show are just unbelievable. 
I just need the ones you love and the ones you hate. And there's a there's a performance by um, the main character, the I forget the name of the lady that's the Jason Bateman's uh, wife, but her brother Laura Linney. Laura Linney. Her brother comes in, and the guy that plays her brother, if he doesn't get an Emmy Emmy nomination for this performance, it's I don't watch the stupid shows anyways, but if I did watch those Emmy, the, those award shows, I would not watch it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. You have to see it, and hopefully y'all agree with me, but it's, uh, yeah, it's a great season. Well, now that uh, there's, like, two shows going on, he'll probably be <laughs> in the running after all the other oh, shows. Oh, right. Well, yeah. I guess maybe not. The shows, I think TV shows have, like, not really been affected as much. A bunch of movies. People oh, keep joking. They're like, <laughs> like a bunch of movies are being pushed back. But for the most part, so the TV shows two? that I like are, are, yeah. But like, I don't think that they're not being like halted. Like the ones that have been made are not being stopped from being released. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like true. there's a bunch of movies being that are already made and ready to go, but they haven't released them because they want them to be released in theaters. Yeah. Well, it, the Emmys are in the Golden Globes for TV is like for the rest, like starting the new year or since since the last Golden Globes or whatever happened, right? So that's in the beginning of the year. Yeah, well, so, Golden Globes are usually in January and I think Emmys are like in September or something. They're pretty soon. Oh, yeah. So that this would be this season or whatever. But yeah, either way, I mean, if, even if he waits, you know, I think if they did Emmys every five years, he should he would have been nominated. Well, um, mm. Jason Bateman won. Uh, he won a Emmy for directing for Ozarks. Yeah, Ozark. Yeah, he's he's directed a couple of them. He, I saw his name on a couple They're of them. They were never done. But yeah, it's just it's if you whoever whoever's hearing listening to this will watch that Ozark. It's. Uh, but I, I can't. I started at the top. I can't really um, go from there. But I watched the movie y'all watched. Or y'all are y'all are gonna talk about that was pretty good. Um, I like movies that are less than two hours, and I think you've, you've yeah. mentioned that before in the past, Livia. God, I love so an I've hour. Watching, a movie been, that's an hour and a half is perfect. Oh man, I'm, I'm watching one right now uh, that's an hour and a half, and I'm like, I've watched two called? of them today. Uh, Aftermath. It's with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh god, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's not it's not very good, but it's it's just one of those hour and a half movies. It's like all right. And then uh, there was a Mel Gibson movie, uh, Bloodfather, a revenge movie, which I saw. And <laughs> that was an hour and 40 minutes. So right up my alley. You know, you know, where I, am. I mean, especially if, yeah. I mean, even if we're home, I don't I, if we're in the movie theater. It better be something like 1917. And it's going to be over two hours or something like that. But I don't like to <clears throat> be in, watching one movie for so long. Well, speaking yeah. of 1917, my next question was, what is the last movie that you remember seeing in theaters before everything shut down? I think it was 1917. Really? Wasn't that like a while ago? That's the last movie I remember now because I just mentioned it and and that was a great movie. And Oh, no, you know what? There's another movie me and your mom saw the which is another, it's a good movie, but I think for the, the movie snaps like you, Olivia, they'd probably be like, ah. Oh, God. <laughs> what? what I forgot it? the name of it, too. 
it's uh, it's about it's about uh, Airman Pitzenberger, the the airman that um, was a pararescue in the Vietnam War that um, they had to get the fight to get his Medal of Honor to get him a Medal of Honor after he got the Air Force Cross, which is the uh, and so that's it's pretty dear near and dear to my heart. I can't believe I don't remember it, um, the name of it, but um, it's just Samuel Jackson, um, John Hurt. But it's about this this uh, pararescue man who, you know, which is the special forces for the Air Force. Obviously, I'm an Air Force retiree. I don't know if you've mentioned that in this thing. But so I've studied. The, so we have we have this book that we study for promotion. And it talks mm-hmm. about the history of the Air Force, which is the youngest service in, the, in all of the branches. And um, Pittsburgher was one of the names that you hear on the in the books. You know, so you hear history. You see the history books for any service. Uh, Pittsburgher is, is is on that name. He's at the top of the, the list there because he won the medal. He he didn't win. He he was awarded the Medal of Honor, and he was a, also enlisted, which is very rare. A lot of in the Air Force, a lot of officers they do you know they're pilots and they do their thing, and they're the ones that go in the front of the lines for the most part. Now that's changed now you know recently because of the different wars we're in. But um, back in the back in the history you know the, the in the day before I joined. In, History books, you see Pittsburgher's name. He would be, you know, every Air Force base has a street called Pittsburgher. Um, there's awards named after him. But anyways, the movie was about him and the, the struggle for them to upgrade his uh, uh, award from the Air Force Cross, which is the second highest medal that you can get in the in the Air Force before the, the Medal of Honor. Uh, every service has their own medal that's specific to their than uh, before the Medal of Honor. Uh, but the Medal of Honor is, you know, the president gives that out. So he finally got it. And it's the story about that. So it's a pretty cool story. But that, I think that was the last movie. I, mean, I don't you know, even so. think I've heard of that movie. Yeah, I me mean, neither. Yeah, I think the only, you know, I <laughs> a lot of people probably didn't know about it because, uh, and I, the only reason it caught my attention is because I heard Pittsburgh. Yeah. Mm-mm. The last full measure is what it's called. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, and if you're gonna play it in any, like, if you're gonna play in a city, San Antonio's the one. Military yeah. city, you would say. Yeah. Oh, interesting. He's like, he's like a Christopher like Plummer in it too. Ed Harris. Plummer is in it. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of guys in there. A lot of uh, all-star oh, wow. cast. That is a really good. It's yeah, and it's you know it's all it's all uh, pretty based pretty uh, accurate you know, yeah. As far as what I remember from the books, but there's some stories in there like reenactments of what happened like to get the investigation because you you know they don't give them any in the history of the military. There's only been like three thousand Medal of Honors, which is you know it's very rare. Obviously, you all know from. Um, from you know me talking about it maybe possibly in the, in the past, but uh, yeah, the Medal of Honor is just one of those things that the bravest, you know, the best of the best, or, or get those get that. So yeah. And, anytime I've met a couple, I've met a couple that had it, and uh, it's just one of those things you just go shake their hand and just like I would even if there was a coronavirus, I'd shake those <laughs> guys' hands. <laughs> they're legends. They're gods. You know. Yeah. And, you know, and most of them are like, I didn't do anything special. I just did my job and I tried to save my, 
you know. Yeah. Well, it's like, that's, I are. feel like that's all military people. They're all like that. Yeah. Everyone's just doing their job. I mean, just like the people that are that are doing, you know, saving lives right now. You know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're doing their job. Shout jobs, out to y'all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I have three, three last things to mention. The last, or the first one is um because we were talking about comfort movies and i think like either the last episode the one before that what is one of your comfort movies okay well i know you mentioned it in the, in the last one <laughs> the ones that i oh. put in there i was obviously joking <laughs> yeah i was obviously joking i've never even seen mary poppins to be honest with you <laughs> um, I, only the, the, the clips that you see everyone sees but i was thinking about it and Comfort the one probably the best one for me is probably Napoleon Dynamite. It would be a tie between oh. if I just had to choose one, it'd probably be Napoleon Dynamite because it's I've I've always told we've had this discussion before. Uh-huh. If you what's what do you think is a great movie? For me, my definition of great movie, I know we've talked about this, but is a movie that I I could just over again at any time. If I'm flipping through a channel, I flip through and I see it, I'm gonna watch it. And mm-hmm. that's Napoleon Dynamite. Close second is Three Amigos. Oh yeah. No. So that's a good that's, one. That's that's my that's my two comfort my two comfort movies. Okay, and then the second to last is we have to talk about This Is Us. <laughs> oh, we have to. <laughs> so yeah, Anthony it's... and I talked about the season finale <laughs> last episode. So I want to know. You can talk about whatever you want, but I mostly want to know like what you think about how it ended well it wasn't really a cliffhanger i mean we kind of know you know i I think well i I think finding out that there's there's two kids with you know that uh uh, toby and what's her name had kate who kate had that's fine uh the fact that he told he told them that the worst thing ever (laughs) coming home from the hospital was pretty messed up but you know it's not it's not uh it's not a surprise coming out of his mouth because because you've seen him as a kid, you've seen him as a teenager. I mean, this guy's more so, and it maybe it's because of of Randall coming home with him. Maybe that's that's why he's like that. But he, he's been a selfish kid his oh. entire life, a selfish person his entire life, and that's a very selfish thing to say because yeah. he's saying it not only to to tell you know his sole purpose of saying that is to hurt Randall. Why else would you say something like that, right? Yeah. And that's for his selfish gratification that, ah, I got him. You know, people say stuff, you know, and they don't mean it, but when they're mad, but I don't know. I'm not, I'm team Randall. I know you're. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hate Randall so back much. Back and forth. I just, I just think he's uh, now, now doing the guilt trip on, on, uh, on the, I can't, can't, I'm drawing blanks at people's names. And Rebecca's, Rebecca, Rebecca, mm-hmm. doing the guilt trip on her. I, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Um, because, really? especially because of the cir- the circumstances that he, that he, that he did it because he felt like he saved his, his both of his fathers. You know, so yeah. if he had any power that he could to save his mother, he's going to try. And that's that's something I think I would have done too. So I don't have a problem with him doing that. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It is very... I always try to put it um, 
in the perspective of like because it is a, a show about family but it's mostly about the siblings and I can't I mean it is you could see that coming but even in my worst times where I'm mad at them I could never imagine saying that I mean they're not adopted so I can't say that but I don't I just can't imagine saying like you're the worst thing that's ever happened yeah. to me like that's yeah. fucked up but oh, also yeah, I like I said maybe it's just personalities I don't I feel like out of all of us, if somebody was going to guilt mom into doing something, it would be Anthony. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what would I guilt her into doing? I don't know. <laughs> You're just so much a Randall. I yeah, just feel I like... see that, but I, I, I think both of y'all... <laughs> I, I think both of y'all would have equally done something like that. I But I'm very much... I, I don't do that though. Like I'm, I'm very. All the advice I give my friends or people is to like, you do what you need to do because I, I couldn't yeah, but that's live different. with. That's not your mom. That's not your sibling. That's not. I mean, if Anthony, yeah, if somebody, one know. of us had something that they, they, we could have fixed. You know, what's the big deal? She's going to be gone for so many months. She's going to be with her husband. Like, yeah, uh, I, I mean, don't I guess see why it's not worth I'm... a shot. Well, and I'm not mad that she's going to do it. I'm mad that she didn't decide it. I'm just very big into, like, you choosing your own path, whatever it is. And so, I don't know. Yeah, it is different because I'm not in that situation. I just don't ever see myself. I don't also have, like, a savior complex like he does. So I feel like that's why I'm, like, I don't think I need to do that. But... I don't know. They're they're also complicated, and I just love yeah. Kate's. I love when they go to like Kate's issues because they seem so minimal compared. They're to trivial them. compared to that. Yeah, which is nice because I feel like she had like the most problems in the past episodes or in the past right. seasons. But right. I don't know. Randall just I, he pisses me off. I hate him so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think he's a. Uh... I think <laughs> this is like going off the deep end, but even though this is probably not, he he's if it wasn't for him, like like what else would would have gone? You know, like she would have. What's her name? Uh, would have would have been with that guy, Mark. <laughs> if R- Randall is like the the common sense guy, in my opinion. Yeah. He's the he's the uh, the person that that's the the voice of reason is what I'm trying to say I guess yeah because if not I think it would it would be the family would be really messed up if, if it wasn't for him but maybe that's part of the he reason has a lot why of the Kevin right is upset about it and being there yeah he has a lot of the right like uh, reasons but the way he does it is just like eh, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I guess he could have done it a different way, but I think he's panicking. Yeah. At that point, he's just like, man, I'm, I can't miss her. You know, I can't. I had something to try to get her to, because she could have, right? Even though it would probably be harder. She probably, she could have said no still, but. Yeah, uh, she's not going to say no. Yeah. She's weak. But yeah, it was, it was, I didn't realize it was going to be, that was the. The, the season finale because they didn't show a preview. That's the only reason I knew that. And I was like, oh, well, they didn't really leave us hanging, in my opinion, or anything. I mean, we know next season she's probably going to die, but it's not like, I, I just, it's genius the way they do it. It's like you can yeah. kill someone off, but they can still be in it. 
it's like, whoa, this could go on forever. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Whoever so thought of the forever. concept was pretty was pretty good. Pretty good idea. I will say though, so they did um whoever created This Is Us, they made a movie uh, a couple of years ago called Life Itself, and it is so bad. (laughs) It's kind of... Yeah, it does have, like, a really good cast. It has, like, Antonio Banderas, Olivia Wilde, Oscar Isaac. I think... um, What's-her-face is in it? I forgot her name. Um, She's married to Warren Beatty. What's her name? Oh, Ned Benning? Yeah, she's in it. There's, like, a bunch of really good actors in it, but... And it does have that whole, like, they're all connected in a certain way, and you find out kind of at the very end. But it's very bad. I would definitely recommend if you want to watch a bad movie. (laughs) And we're back. If you want to be on our next episode, and you want to have a lovely little interview like we did with our dad, um, then you can just DM us on Instagram, and we'll set it up. Because yeah. if not, we're going to be forced to just go down the line of all of our family members and friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was a good conversation. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's all I really have to we're say. Gonna do a, we're going to do a review of the interview that we just listened to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, 8 out of 10. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to um, talk about this week's movie, which is Wild um, Wild Rose came out in 2018. It was directed by Tom Harper and written by Nicole Taylor. The principal cast is Jessie, well, Jessie, <laughs> Jessie Buckley, Matt Costello, and Jane Patterson. Um, and it is about a troubled young, oh, God, <laughs> woman from Glasgow. I'll say because I cannot say that word. A troubled young woman from Glasgow who dreams of becoming a Nashville country star. Um, I could not find the estimated budget, but I found that it made, and I didn't, I had to double check this number, but it made $50,000, a little bit over that, in its opening weekend, which, I mean, it was an indie, so like, what are you going to do? But it did gross in the US um, like a million and a half. And then worldwide, it has a little over $7 million, So not too bad. Um, as far as reception goes, IMDb gave it a 7.2 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 92%. And Metacritic gave it an 80%. So pretty good. And it kind of aligns yeah. with what I had seen from like the film community on Twitter. Like what they thought of this movie. So not surprised. Um, and I took a lot of notes. I don't know if you took any. I'm assuming you did. I did not. I only have one note, but I have like mental notes that I took that'll just come up whenever you bring yours up. So, as we oh. always do, just you go with your notes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. So the first thing is she's coming out of jail, and I didn't really have any notes about that because it was just like an establishing. Um, character moment where they're just showing you that she's not really um, in a stable environment right now but she's getting out of jail um, and I think it transitions to like her visiting or going to see her kids who lives with her mom now 
And I said that I just already love all the accents that are happening, especially the kids. I'm very big into accents. And um, I, I watched this with Sebastian. Even though he wasn't here, we like, <laughs> there's probably a better way to do this, but um, we would FaceTime and then we would try to sync it up like on our TV. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, and so I just kept, I think the whole call was just him listening to me like repeat their accents the whole time. <laughs> um, and then I also made a comment about her fit. <laughs> The whole like white shirt and then white jeans combo. Uh, yeah, classic. Classic. And then also, I loved the fact that she like dressed up. I don't know if she. It looked like she wasn't coming from anywhere, but maybe I missed that. But she, she like dressed up. They ate dinner, and then she just went back into her room and took everything off. And so I said, yeah. "That's like that's me during quarantine, just putting on an entire outfit, going absolutely nowhere, <laughs> and then just taking it off." <laughs> That's literally been me this whole time. I don't know. She cared. (laughs) Um, yeah. For me, I it's like a mental state thing because I don't want to just. I I can't. People, I'm curious about people's work from home situations because I cannot do work all day and the stuff I slept in. I just can't do it. It makes me feel Uh so not productive. Um, but yeah. But that's what made me laugh. Oh, another thing. She's starting to go. I think she's trying to find a job now. And she has these really cool, like, head over-the-head headphones. And I really want some. I'm wearing some right now. But these, I think I bought them for, like, $5 at Target. They were $5. <laughs> I was there. Yes. Um, But I want new ones. And so I'm putting it out there that I want recommendations for over-the-head headphones but I want them to. I, I wear glasses, and so I don't want them to hurt when I wear glasses. Yeah, it's asking for a whole lot because every pair of headphones I've ever worn just don't work with with glasses. They don't. No. But like, even if it is it like, I you can only wear them for a certain amount of time, or none of them like they start to hurt for like thirty minutes. It, it'll, it'll be like if I'm wearing it for longer than 10 minutes, it'll start hurting. I, I've had to do the whole like where you, your I glasses don't are that. still resting, but <laughs> your, but like the back of your things are above the earrest, so it just looks all stupid. Yeah, I've seen you do that. And I don't want that. But maybe, who knows? Maybe somebody that's listening has some that they really love that don't hurt them. And I want to know because I really want, I have inner ear ones and I usually like those, but I like the look of people Uh. wearing over the head ones. I know it sounds stupid, but I really want some because I have the like workout ones that you put over your head and I don't really like those. Yeah. Um, and then we move on. What? Her headphones. Oh yeah. I just, I love the way they look. Maybe I'll just get them. Fuck it. I'll just live with the pain. Um, and then we move on to her bamboozling her way into being a maid. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I really loved that moment. And then I also liked... I You could t- instantly tell that when that lady left, she was going to go and like raid their stuff. But I, I don't know if I would ever do that because I'd be scared that they had h- hidden cameras. Well, she, she wasn't thinking of that. I guess. 
But she did go back to work and started vacuuming. And I really liked this scene where she was vacuuming and listening to music. And they had the band like scattered throughout the house. <laughs> That's my only note that I like that scene. <laughs> That's my only note. Because it's so cool because like they, the drummer shows up on the like with his set on the staircase. And then the bass player shows up just as she's listening to the song and singing. Those are a really good way to show that she's just fully immersed in her music. Also, a very good concept for a headphones commercial. Yeah. Well, there's the AirPods one, the AirPod Pros ones. Have you seen that commercial? No. It's like whenever she has the noise canceling on, because uh, the way you do it, you just like hold the stem of it, and then it'll go from noise canceling to not. Um. So whenever it's noise canceling, she's dancing and it's like she's all by herself. But then whenever she t- turns it off, like everyone else in in the like suburban city or not suburban city, the, like urban city is there. <laughs> oh, bustling interesting. And it's a pretty cool commercial. But yeah. I would never get AirPods though. So it They're didn't nice. sell me. Uh, I don't know. I I did make fun of the watch when it first came out, and I have one, but I think this is one thing that I will never get. <laughs> you see, I when I was on campus before all this, I would walk to the wreck, um, and there was there's a little little underpass, and on top of it was like where the train goes. If I had my AirPods in, the pros, and I turned the volume at like seventy five percent, I couldn't hear the train. I could feel it because obviously I was like underneath it and it was just shaking, but I couldn't hear it. It was very I, impressive. That I would not like that. <laughs> it it is like it is pretty. This is a little tangent, but if you have one in and you have the noise canceling on, it'll noise cancel for one ear, but the other could have it in. It'll mess with you. It's made me oh. very nauseous. <laughs> Well, and one thing, even when I, like, my headphones now, when I work, I it's really hard for me to have both of them in. I don't know why. Like, I, I don't like to just hear just the music or just the podcast. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, when I want to zero in on what I'm hearing, I will. But I like to have one in, one out, because I want to, like, still hear what's happening. And it's very weird. I think if I, in my mind, if I have both ears that are, like, that have my earbuds in i feel like i'm like it's like i'm driving like with my eyes closed like i just feel out of control it's it's very strange i don't know why i do that but it's i just feel uncomfortable when i have both in and so maybe the over the headphones will make me not like that anymore no i like being zeroed in i can't do it i don't know why and i also just don't like loud stuff (laughs) like Uh. sebastian always makes fun of me because when we're in my car my music is so low but his is like so loud and he has to turn it down when he knows i'm gonna be in his car because he knows like how much i hate really loud stuff (laughs) and the one joke i always say about myself because i feel like i'm an old woman that sometimes, like, my biggest complaint about a lot of concerts is that it's just too loud. <laughs> so that's the kind of vibe I have. I don't even know what to do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, okay, and so the next thing <laughs> is how I think 
so now that she has a job and she can kind of afford to move out of her mom's place and they move into her new apartment with just her and her kids and I put how sad it was in that moment that to see how scared she was to be with her own children like to just be left alone with her own kids and I felt kind of bad for her I know the mom really wants her to be responsible but like that doesn't just happen I feel like for some women you're kind of it's that pressure of being, if you're a mom, you have to be, like, the perfect mom. And if you don't know what you're doing, you're not allowed to admit it. And so that was just, like, a good scene. It was really sad, but... Um, yeah, it was yeah. sad to see the grandma leave, too, because you could tell she was like, this is not going to go well. This is not going to go well at all, but I have to And go. she's, like, raising those kids. So imagine, like, somebody that, like, raising a child for a while, like, for that long, and then having to leave them, you know? Yeah. So, all around sad. Um, and then <laughs> the next part, I don't know when she said this, but she had the whole um, three chords in the truth. That's why she likes country music. Oh. Because it's just three chords in the truth. She had and the I tattoo. said, damn, I'm getting that tatted on me next. Forehead. <laughs> and also Sebastian, I think I mentioned already, but he, we watched it on FaceTime together. And we could not stop saying that. <laughs> like every time, would, the truth. every time she would start singing, we'd be like, man, I'd be like, man, Sebastian, you know what that is? And he's like, what? And I said, nothing but three chords in the truth. <laughs> three chords in the truth. I, I mean, I hate to make fun of a movie I really loved, but like that was when that happened, we could not stop laughing. <laughs> yeah, that was a little, a little too on the nose. Yeah. But I've never heard of that before. was so bad. <laughs> it moved throughout the movie. Like, on her arm. Yeah. Which, yeah. And I also liked... I like those little details, though. She also had a tattoo on her chest. But you never fully saw it. And so part of me was like, why... I mean, unless she actually has that tattoo, it seems so weird to, like, throw that in. But, like, be like, okay, we'll put an entire tattoo on you, but we only will show the top of it. Maybe that's the actor's tattoo. That's what I meant. Like, it just felt really weird. I Yeah. And I did notice that it did move a lot, which I didn't like. But <clears throat> it's fine. Um, And then, so she, now we didn't mention this, but um, at this moment, she is back at home out of prison, but she still has a curfew because I think she's still under house arrest technically, but she can, like, leave to go to work. Um, and I put oh, that. Oh, what do they call the it? Ticket? No. Flag. Uh, they had a, they had a funny word for it. You're like was tagged. It flag. It was tagged. Tagged. Um. But she had to be home from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. And I said that that seems like such a luxury now to be able to go out and have to be home from 7 p.m. <laughs> to 7 a.m. I just could not yeah. stop referencing the quarantine. I'm sorry, but I couldn't stop doing it. Um, and <laughs> I said that I like it. So now at this moment, after her, um, after she has that whole like dancing moment, the kids that she's the maid for, they come and see her like dancing and singing. Um, and the mom says that like, now they're obsessed with her. And I really like that. 
the mom now is kind of obsessed with her and she just wants to help her out so much. And I said, that's really nice because if I learned my maid was a country singer, I would fire her. (laughs) (laughs) You would not bring that into my house. Get that out of here. (laughs) And then we have this kind of annoying moment of um, the mom of the house being like really nice to her and, you know, telling her that she's really good and being really encouraging. But then the, what's her, I forgot her name already. The main, oh, her name is Rose. Um, That she was like really annoying about asking her for money. Mm-hmm. When she said, I hate this whole mentality where she was like, it's only $5,000. Like, that's nothing to you. Mm-hmm. And like, that's not your money, though. That you're not entitled to that just because she has a lot of money. Yeah. And I said to like, and you get to you get to this point at the end where you're like, well, her connections were more valuable than any money she could have given her. Um so she did help her out, and it was really nice that she did. But it was just, that part was so annoying. And I've seen that so much that people just, like... You're not going to miss know. it. Yeah, and, like, sure, but, like, that doesn't mean that it's you're entitled to have it. It just felt really weird. I hated that whole mentality. Yeah, I hated that scene. It made me cringe. She's like, yeah, stop. And then she's like, oh, never mind. Forget I even mentioned it. And then she's just like, oh. In my mind, I was like, she's going to get fired. Like, I can't imagine. That's what I thought, too, yeah. I can't imagine asking my boss that for, like, not even something, not even, like, a raise. Just here's something on the side. um, Give me money for it. And not even, I can pay you back. Yeah. (laughs) I just want it. You have so much. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, and I also made a note that um, I wondered if she was actually singing the actress and I found out that she was singing, except for there were certain tracks of the soundtrack that she did in, but that actress was the one actually singing, which I thought was cool. Nice. Um, and I made that note because, oh, this is the part where instead of giving her money and just to give it to her, she helped her by kind of forcing her to record a video of her singing <laughs> and I thought it was kind of weird that they were sitting behind her. I don't think I could have done that. Like, saying when people were in the room just, like, watching me. Your boss. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Um, and then I also love, speaking of children, <laughs> I really loved the the main girl. Her daughter was so fucking funny. Just uh, her little looks. <laughs> yeah. Her stares were so fucking funny. And when she would just like stare and then walk off. Yeah. (laughs) And she like, I remember this, there was one moment or every time we would see her, she'd always be reading. And I was like, I told Sebastian, like, what the fuck is she always reading? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, wait, why am I mad? (laughs) (laughs) And then I. The other kid Oh, yeah, but, like, children are just annoying. Um, And then after her daughter gives her, like, the fifth dirty look of the day, she goes and looks at their backpacks, and I told Sebastian that I can't wait to look through my kids' backpacks. (laughs) You just see all their mistakes in life. 
Yeah, see what they're doing. Because I always see that in movies, though. I don't. I can't remember if mom and dad did that, where they just like look through your backpack. I mean, you probably wouldn't know. I guess. We should have asked dad. We did not ask him that. No, we didn't. Yeah, it's okay. Um, oh, and then I made a note. Look who decided to be a mother. Because that was that's oh. what she decided to like clean up. And I mean, not judging her like living space, but I remember the part where her mom was like, "See if you can do this." Like talking about the cleaning and stuff, then you can do anything. And then I told Sebastian, "Like it still looks shitty." <laughs> they like had a shot of her in her cabinet, and her cabinet was still like dirty as hell. But it's fine. It wasn't uh, that nice of a place either. Yeah, but I guess you made it look nice. Um, <clears throat> and then we get to the part where the boss tells her where she actually gets somewhere with the video. And she she's like, well, what did you do? And she said, I just emailed a couple of people. Um, but then she decides, or then she realizes that she still has that tag on. Mm. And... She goes to her lawyer, I think. I don't know who that is. And she... Yeah, lawyer. And I honestly was truly surprised, surprised and surprised that she got it off. Yeah, I... Her argument was just like... I'm a singer. Even the last last shot where you could see the judge, he's like... He, like, was like, oh, my gosh. What do I even do? Like, he's just like, what? (laughs) After hearing everything... Hearing the, the argument. Yeah. She got it. Um, she got it off. She goes, so after she gets it off, she goes on the train. Of course, they're about to be late. Runs on the train. And I just knew I had a feeling she was going to fuck it up somehow. Mm-hmm. And she gets drunk on the train with a bunch of random guys. And I put, oh, God, she's going to find a way to fuck this up. Um, and then she did because she got yeah. her bag stolen. <laughs> But I guess running around London, though, that is a great way to sober up because I thought she was just going to be super drunk. Um, But yeah. Um, And then she she has a great time, good old time in the BBC. Um, And she comes back and she's talking to her mom. And there was, I think my favorite line of the whole movie is, which sounds kind of weird, but um, I really loved the moment was... When the grandma, when she came back and she's asking how it went and the grandma told her that her son um, said that he liked his mom's mints better. Yeah. And she like made a joke about it. But then um, the mom said, well, I don't have a mince. My mince is your mince. Yeah. Oh, such a good moment. Yeah. And they I don't would... have a lot of good moments like that, like between the mom and the daughter. They have mm-hmm. a lot of tension. Kind of towards the end, but yeah. yeah I, one thing I'll say, I was gonna say this towards the end, but I really liked not only their their accents, but their like metaphors that they they all said. Yeah. You know, like their their way of speaking was really cool. Like, are you taking a piss? Like all that, all that just like oh. random stuff that like makes sense to only people, like only Scottish people. It's so cool. I know. That's why I was telling Sebastian that I wish there were certain things that they say that I really love, but we can't really say it. Like when they say something was ace, like mm. how they 
they think it's amazing. There was one thing specifically that made me say that to him, and I forgot what it was. Taking the piss is a really good one. But if I think about it, I'll let you know. Um, and or then when they when they leave, oh, so sorry, so sorry. No, but when, no. Whenever no. she left somewhere, she was like, "I'm away" or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. They say in it a lot too. Yeah, I don't know. I just found it really fascinating. There are a lot of things that, they, and because I watch a lot of British stuff, and there's certain mm. things where I'm like, man, I wish I could say that, but I would sound so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she gets back, and um, the boss lady, which who is super nice, and throughout this thing, she's been so nice that I was like waiting for her. I think I'm just really jaded, but I was waiting for her to have some sort of agenda or be really mean, but she never was. Just yeah. Um, and so she wanted to have a party so that she could basically get everybody else, like crowdsource her funding to get to Nashville. Um, and I just put that I can't wait to have a party. <laughs> like, <laughs> can you imagine have like having? Yeah, that's one thing because like the things I've seen, they've kind of always been, or like platform, it was just like two people in a room, you know. <laughs> but this is it's like. When they're in a bar, I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> like, oh, Something's man. off here. I remember ordering a drink at a bar. Wow. Well, I guess not you, but... Yeah. <laughs> Waiting behind people and pushing your way through to get a drink. Wow, can't even imagine that now. Um, and so, obviously, after that happens, and she wants to tell... She tells the grandmother because it happens to be during the time that they want to go to the beach which like the beach is always going to fucking be there but whatever I get it um, and I knew you know that the grandma is going to be like so mean about it and be angry and part of me was really upset because I was like girl like she's obviously doing it so for her kids like there is she's doing it for herself in a lot of ways but it's obviously like she wants to go there and make something of herself for her kids mm. but I do I do understand the grandmother's instinct not to trust her and to think that it's all like going to fall through. So I do understand it. It is kind of annoying, but, um, and then, so even though the boss lady, she's not really, she doesn't have any agenda and she's basically just been perfect throughout this whole thing. There is something wrong with her and it's the husband. (laughs) Oh yeah. He was like a, he looked like a villain in X-Men. Yeah, I mean, as soon as I saw him, or as soon as she got in the car to, like, get a ride from him, I told Sebastian, like, yeah, there's something, something's gonna happen. And I thought, too, that he was gonna hit on her or something. Yeah. But I was like, oh, no, he's an asshole. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I get it, but, like, it it also is kind of that, it's, it's kind of the flip version of her just thinking that they can just throw away money. Like, for him to just think just because she... And she did kind of lie to her, but not in, like, a malicious way. But for her to, like... Just because she... And she's a maid, that's some reason she's using her. When, like, the whole the whole time, the entire... The only person that was pushing this so hard was the mom. Or was the, like, mm-hmm. the boss. So that... Either way, it was, like, both ways were kind of fucked up. But it, he was so annoying. Um, I don't know. I get where he was coming from because, I mean, what she went to jail for, she was smuggling meth. So, yeah. 
I mean, I get it, but like also, he. I it's mean, just mad. <laughs> no, yeah, no, but <laughs> what I mean is that people, and like, it's a little bit. Okay, <laughs> but um, I think it just boils down to like certain people not. People make choices, but like some people are limited in the choices they can make. Yeah. And so I feel like it's very it's very narrow-minded of him to just see that and only think the worst. And I mean, yeah, it is meth and it's bad. It's it's really bad, but like <laughs> I don't do you know what I mean? Like there's not it's not just like a blanket thing. It's not just she's a druggie and she's no good. He's not asking yeah. the situation, you know, like, I don't know. It's it's just like a lot of assumptions were made on both parts. You know, she assumed that this rich lady is just a rich lady and d- doesn't have anything else to offer. And he assumed that she was the worst of the the worst of the worst. When, like, we don't know what he does for work. What if what, you don't know what he did to get that money? So, like, let's not. No, he was like a he. I don't, I don't he remember. Worked, he like. He built like a, I don't know. He built buildings, I think, or something like that. Oh, I don't know. Made of meth. Um. Oh, and I he said, looked like it. yeah, <laughs> like a drug lord. Um, and I just kept making notes, like, God, please don't fuck this up. Like the whole concert thing, and then her. But then her son, I forgot what happened. Oh, like, she was, like, outside for two minutes, and then her son fell or something. Yeah, and stupid just the whole thing. Kid. Yeah, but then she, like, I just, movies that revolve around the main character just self-sabotaging themselves constantly, it just stresses me out so much. Because exactly. she kept doing that. Like, the fact that she, I mean, I, I guess she got emotional during the concert, but, like, keep going, girl. And the fact that she just left... Ugh, that really bothered me. It really pissed me off. But mm-hmm. the aerial shot that we get of her leaving is a really nice shot. So, like, whatever. It is. I really liked it. Because it, it really shows the divide. Yeah. And I just love the, like... It was just so, like, nice the way it would, like, pan. Oh, I loved it. Um, And then after she decides to get her life together, um, the mom decides to be supportive. <laughs> And tells her, like, you know what? Let me do a 180. Go to Nashville. <laughs> she goes in her room and looks at some pictures and is like, yeah, let me spend five grand on my daughter. Yeah, I just put the parents are the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you can achieve your dreams when I tell you you can. <laughs> um, and then she gets to Nashville, and I was so excited to see Casey Musgraves in that bar. Do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. she's my bitch i love her i don't really like country music that much but i love her was that her yeah oh i didn't know that was her i recognize her from anywhere um <clears throat> so yeah and sebastian really likes her too so we were really happy to see her um and I was really surprised whenever she was at that bar. Well, maybe not surprised because she doesn't seem like the kind of girl to like do a lot of research. But I just don't understand how she didn't do research and how like ten- how Tennessee. Where was she at? Nashville. Nashville. Um, I didn't. Tennessee. Yeah, but she just didn't do like. How do you go to an entire different country to try to achieve something and not do research on how to do that? 
like how she didn't know how it worked there was kind of weird. I mean, I guess she's probably operating off of movie knowledge that you just go there and make it somehow. Yeah, but she was. I can't imagine. <laughs> um, and then, oh, and then she goes on a tour of the Grand Ole Opry, I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just decides that she can sing there. <laughs> um, and I put, imagine if she was not good at singing. And she... <laughs> I'm on the deep end. Watch as I dive in. That's what she did. Um, but she wasn't. She was a good singer, and no, I really loved. <laughs> and I really, I really liked that moment. I thought this was the part of the movie where I thought it was going to end so many times. Like I thought it was going to end there, but then they show her going back, and I was like, oh, maybe she just goes back and it ends there. Um. But it just like there's so many times during the end where I was like, oh, is it done? Yeah. Um, but I also thought she made a good choice because I would not want to stay in Nashville either. <laughs> um, that was a weird dream. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but. Uh. And <clears throat> now I'm at the last scene with my last note um, where she's performing. It's a year later, I think, and she's performing in Glasgow. And I really am obsessed with this scene. Because the way it starts off with her, it's just her singing to her mom and her kids. And then it switches, like, she's singing a lot just to her mom. And they just show her mom and her friend at, like, one table. And then they go back to her. And then they start to slowly back away. And you see how big the crowd is. That gave me chills. I loved it so much. Good scene. Because I thought... Perfect way to end it because I thought it was going to be that same uh, venue that she was playing in before that like dance hall. But the fact that it was like a full on fucking concert venue, and I don't know if that's the way they intended it or if it was just me, but I really loved that they kind of revealed that she, she, how making it isn't just going to Nashville. Like it doesn't have to be what everybody else does. And I mean, it's what the song is about is just you can still be home and make and like make the life that you want it might not be the success that you thought you would get but it's still success nonetheless yeah yeah okay um before we do our fun facts um we did ask our dad i don't know if you're are you gonna play that at the beginning or do you want to play that no, we're going to cut to that right now. Um, once again, if we don't have music, here is the... Uh, what, did I, what did I say? Transition I, it, to it interview. Was, <laughs> yes, here is the transition to the interview. Here we go. I, I liked it. I, I like the fact that I've never heard of this, this girl um, mm-hmm. before. I've never even seen her or anything before. And I'm assuming that was her singing. If not, then she did a real good job of lip syncing. But um, like, is she like a real singer? That's just this is her first movie or something? Or do y'all know anything about that? Um, I I forgot to look up if she sang. I she has been in other things that I've seen, but uh, I've oh. never heard her sing in anything. Okay, well, either way, it, it was. Uh, I thought it was a cool story. Um, <laughs> you could cut this out if you want. But the one thing that I did notice was the uh, the mother. Um, of the her the lady you know she was a maid for that one family the mother was uh i was trying to tell your mom 
Because I, I see people sometimes in movies, and I'm like, man, I've seen them somewhere in something else. And then it like hits me in the middle of the movie. And sometimes I miss the movie because I'm thinking about where I've seen them. <laughs> so uh, this is kind of cheesy, but she was in um, one of the Ace Ventura movies. <laughs> the one where he's uh. in Africa. Oh, she is. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking and, about. And you know why I remember her? Because of her dimples. She you has like the it. biggest dimples she in her does. face that I've ever seen. And I remember thinking, man, I've seen her somewhere. And in the movie, I mean, she's in the movie for like two minutes, if that, in Ace Ventura. And uh, <laughs> she's, she's the one that he... He like she's supposed to get married and he yeah he does it with her and yeah. <laughs> screws up the whole thing. I totally and they're after him at the end. Yeah, that was that was and her. That's that's crazy too because there was one scene where she smiled and I was like, she looks so familiar and I think it's because yeah. of that's crazy. Yeah, that was it. So but yeah, it was the I like I mean I you know you kinda knew what was gonna happen, right? She was gonna Yeah. Her you know, you felt bad for her because of her kids and you know, like you felt bad for the kids and uh but she just wanted to do her thing and you know, it just it worked out. I I like the movie. It was it was a good movie. I like it because it was less than two hours. <laughs> uh but she was it was a good it was a good music and I like the song at the end, it was pretty good, especially, you know, she she threw in her hometown stuff. I was hoping, um, although I'm glad that she didn't, like I was thinking that she was going to go to Tennessee and, and or Nashville and do her thing there, but it, the fact that she was like, I don't really need to be here. I just need to go home and do, you know, I could do my own yeah. thing at home. And she she did, and it was pretty good. Perfect quarantine <laughs> movie. You can do anything you want at your home. <laughs> Stay <laughs> exactly. the fuck home. <laughs> Did you Although watch that, it? that concert at the end was not a, was not uh, a yeah, that was there. way over our ten limit. Yeah. Did I you it watch with your mother? If that's what you're asking. Okay, <laughs> my question then is, how did y'all do with the accents? Because whenever, even when I had to watch a show, or I would watch the show called Taboo with Tom Hardy in it, Mom still had to have the, like the on because she couldn't understand him so i when i was watching this movie i was like there's no fucking way she knows what's going on right now <laughs> well if she didn't she didn't tell me maybe that was part of the reason because I, I didn't have a problem with it there's a couple of times where i was like what did they say but yeah i uh i thought that too but she didn't turn it on so i guess she heard him <laughs> maybe she did it she was just playing along she's like that guy at the end where he's like i have no goddamn clue what you just said <laughs> <laughs> that's her with every british show i watch with her and it's people with like posh accents where it's not even that bad <laughs> oh this one was bad this one yeah because yeah. they're scottish right oh yeah but like not even like or a Irish. Posh they're like yeah like south ones yeah yeah so no i didn't have a problem with it but i don't know maybe your mom did <laughs> maybe she saw it without me <laughs> she had no idea what's going on <laughs> All right, well, it was a I good think... choice. It was a good choice. <laughs> My Skype froze. Did you get it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're still on call. I think, I think you're on speaker, so I think you got cut off. Or, like, I think you can be uh, just speaking to a, the mic. Oh, you can of, hear me? There's yeah. a moment of silence oh, there, and I was like, I can't hear y'all. So. 
Oh, no, no, no. We can't hear you on Skype, but I have you on FaceTime. So just say your goodbyes. Okay. Well, Skype froze, so. I think we're good, though. I was just going to say, like, I think that's it. All right, guys. All right. Well, thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you I for coming on. I was, like I said, I was very surprised, but, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Very y'all doing a good. Y'all doing a cool thing here. It's it's a good time, and um, I'm one of the the five listeners that listen. I don't know how many y'all have, but um, I haven't and your mom always listen, and we always will. So, <laughs> All right. well, no, thank you fun. again. All right, I appreciate you. We'll talk to you, everybody. All right, bye. bye. And that was our father. What a great part two. <laughs> <laughs> What a follow-up. Okay. What a follow-up. <laughs> All right. Um, and to end out with some fun facts, this one, um, a lot of, with a lot of our indies, we find that we don't have a lot of fun facts. So um, I only have two. Um, the first one is Dan Wooten, which I don't know who that is, described Julie Walters, who plays the grandmother in this film, as having the best, the best, wow, the best acting Scottish accent I have ever heard. And she's originally from Birmingham, so she is not Scottish, which... Alabama? No. Birmingham, Alabama? Oh. Close. Um, And then the last one is that this movie was screened at the Dingle International Film Festival in County Kerry, Ireland, which is the same county where Jesse Buckley was born, who is the main character of this movie. Ah, that is a fun fact. So, just like the movie, she is going home. (laughs) Or staying home. home. Yeah. Good movie. I think I'd give it um, a little bit higher than Metacritic and a little bit lower than uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Like a high 80, low 90. I would give it like a 90. I really loved it. And I think, from what I remember what Dad said... One of the things, reasons I loved it and why he liked it too is like it's perfectly um, paced. Yes. And it has a lot of comparisons when I was looking, like researching for this movie. It has a lot of comparisons to A Star is Born. Mm. And I mean, those movies are so different in so many ways, but I feel like if I were, if somebody were to ask me what I would want to watch more or like again, it would be this movie. I really like this one. Because A Star is Born is way too long. <laughs> You're off the deep end. Watch as I dive in. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you have? Did you pick a movie? Yeah, I kind of forgot during <laughs> I was looking at my phone. Because, okay, so I, I, oh, here's, here was the thing I was like trying to remember is first thing, I forgot that I had to pick a movie. Um, two days ago and my mom mom was like hey what are you going to pick and I was like I don't know and then she told me some movies that she had watched recently and I was like I want to pick that movie because I really want to watch it and then I forgot the name of the movie while we were recording I had to look it up but we are going to (laughs) yeah we are going to watch Honey Boy on Hulu (laughs) okay have you seen it yes I have no, I have not. It's okay. 
Uh, I had the description. Hold on. Give me. I had it on my phone. I, mom, for some reason, out of all the people that our mother hates, I am so surprised that she loves Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to argue with her. (laughs) Honey Boy traces the life of child actor Otis Lort as he rises from early success to a self-destructive Hollywood star. Based on LaBeouf's life, or own life, Shia LaBeouf. Honey Boy weaves together two timelines as he comes to terms with his ex-rodeo clown father, played by LaBeouf, in a role inspired by his own dad. And it is on Amazon Prime or Prime Video. Um, So yeah, watch it. And uh, let us know if you want us to call you. Uh, You can hit us up on Instagram at BrotherSisterShow. Um, in our bio, we have a link to pretty much everything else. So that's probably the easiest way to get contact of both of us. And we're going to be calling people every week. So if you can't do it for next week, then the one after that. Hopefully we will continue this throughout recording. Like, I don't want to just stop after the quarantine is lifted. But um, what it's looking like, it's not going to be lifted anytime soon. So... <laughs> Yeah, we'll be here. We'll be here. <laughs> All right. Good episode. Good episode. Transition to end. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is the end. Commence. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for <laughs> Bye. listening. Bye. And that was our father. What a great part two. <laughs> <laughs> What a follow-up. What a (laughs) follow-up. All right. um, And to end out with some fun facts, this one, um, with a lot of our indies, we find that we don't have a lot of fun facts. So um, I only have two. Um, The first one is Dan Wooten, which I don't know who that is, described Julie Walters, who plays the grandmother in this film, as having the best... Besh, wow. The best acting Scottish accent I have ever heard. And she's originally from Birmingham, so she is not Scottish. Which. Alabama? No. Birmingham, UK. Alabama? Oh. Close. Um, and then the last one is that this movie was screened at the Dingle International Film Festival in County Kerry, Ireland which is the same county where Jesse Buckley was born, who is the main character of this movie. Ah, that is a fun fact. So just like the movie, she is going home. <laughs> or She's staying home. home. Yeah. Good movie. I think I'd give it um, a little bit higher than Metacritic and a little bit lower than uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Like a high 80, low 90. I would give it like a 90. I really loved it. And I think from what I remember what dad said, one of the things, reasons I loved it and why he liked it too is like it's perfectly um, paced. Yes. And it has a lot of comparisons when I was looking like researching for this movie. It has a lot of comparisons to A Star is Born. Mm. And I mean, those movies are so different in so many ways, but I feel like if I were, if somebody were to ask me what I would want to watch more, or like again, it would be this movie. I really like this one. 
Because A Star is Born is way too long. <laughs> You're off the deep end. Watch as I dive in. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you have? Did you pick a movie? Yeah, I kind of forgot. during. <laughs> I was looking at my phone. Because, okay. So I... I oh here's here was the thing I was like trying to remember is first thing I forgot that I had to pick a movie um two days ago and my mom mom was like hey what are you gonna pick and I was like I don't know and then she told me some movies that she had watched recently and I was like I want to pick that movie because I really want to watch it and then I forgot the name of the movie while we were recording I had to look it up yeah, but we are going to <laughs> Yeah, we are going to watch Honey Boy on Hulu. <laughs> okay. <laughs> have you seen it? Yes, I have. No, I have not. It's okay. Uh, I had the description. Hold on. Give me. I had it on my phone. I, mom, I, for some reason, out of all the people that our mother hates, I am so surprised that she loves Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, so, I'm not going to argue with her. <laughs> Honey Boy traces the life of child actor Otis Lort as he rises from early success to a self-destructive Hollywood star. Based on LaBeouf's life, or own life, Shia LaBeouf, Honey Boy weaves together two timelines as he comes to terms with his ex-rodeo clown father, played by LaBeouf, in a role inspired by his own dad. And it is on Amazon Prime or Prime Video. Um, so yeah, watch it. And uh, let us know if you want us to call you. Uh, you can hit us up on Instagram at Brother Sister Show. Um, in our bio, we have a link to pretty much everything else. So that's probably the easiest way to get contact of both of us. And we're going to be calling people every week. So if you can't do it for next week, then the one after that. I, hopefully, we will continue this throughout recording like i don't want to just stop after the quarantine is lifted but um what it's looking like it's not going to be lifted anytime soon so <laughs> yeah, we'll be <laughs> we'll here, be here. <laughs> all right good episode good episode. transition to end <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah this is the end commence all right i'll see you guys next time thank you for <laughs> bye. listening bye